What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. Looking for the ultimate stocking stuffers this holiday season? Look no further because our sponsors, Manscaped, have the tools to make you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition, or whatever the hell you guys are going to do for holidays. They're coming up. It is Christmas week. Uh, Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products and great news. They just released their new products across Europe, Canada, Australia, so wherever the hell you live, you can get Manscaped delivered to your door. No problem. Use code 161 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. A few of the products that we love here at the 161st Street Podcast is the Crop Preserver. It's a ball deodorant. Name speaks for itself. Uh, the Crop Reviver, Ball Toner, and last but not least, the Lawnmower 3.0 Trimmer offers replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps re- reduce the grooming accidents and everything. There's no nicks, no nothing. It is waterproof. It is actually unbelievable. We have all used it. They've been nice enough to send us some Lawnmower 3.0s that we could use to test out so we can let you guys know that they actually work and not just speak about something we haven't tried before. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know the products are legit. Again, that is 161, the code you have to use to get 20% off, and free shipping at manscaped.com. Whether this is for your partner, dad, brother, friend, get them something that they'll actually use, and you'll almost be sure to get a laugh. With Christmas around the corner, this is the perfect gift for a guy. 161 at manscaped.com now let's get back to the show all right welcome everybody back to the boys of 161st street episode 81 just a fair warning actually there will be a lot of yankees talk at first we thought there would be a dangerous amount of non-yankees related (laughs) talk and a lot of nonsense going on but breaking news i have the breaking news button can't find it but anyway we got a lot to talk about actually surprisingly so uh let's get talking to the yanks All right, welcome back to the boys at 161st Street. Tough. Tough, uh, tough Sunday for the boys. Uh, I know Damon, who's a Jets fan, uh, like a lot of you who are Jets fans out there, are very upset that the uh, Jets were finally able to get a win in the most Jets-like fashion. They've somehow found a way to fuck up losing. I mean, it, it, the one time where you actually want them to keep losing, they end up beating a perennial playoff team that actually needed to win also, mm-hmm. and they somehow found a way to beat them. And now Trevor Lawrence is projected to not be going to the Jets anymore as tough. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars keep losing. But it's tough. You know, we it is the most Jets thing ever. It's like we always we always play bad enough to get a mediocre draft pick and then always get like a defensive lineman who's gonna play in the Yankees for two, three years and get traded away. Play for the who? What? So the Yankees. He's not playing for the Yankees. 
This is apparently. Oh, sorry, a, I'm in Yankees zone newly, right now. Uh, Jets pod. I'm in. I'm in the Yankees zone right now. But the Jets suck, you know. But it's the, just war, funny. the, the it's worst just part funny. is that they actually played really well. Like they were lights out the entire game. I'm like, I know. Where was this throughout the whole? Well, season? it's <laughs> funny because we were taking bets. We had a, a big teaser. It actually hit, but we were taking bets and we had the under fifty and a half that we teased for the Jets game, and we were expecting, you know, the Jets to score no points. And they just came out guns blazing. And we were, I was looking over at Damon. And I was like, what is going on? Like, are we going to miss this? Because I know the Rams are going to come back and win. And it was. It came to a point where uh, I think the Jets had 23. And the Rams were, had like 7 or something like yeah. that. And we were like, well, we know the Rams are going to come back and win this game. Because the Jets are going to find a way to blow it. So let's do the numbers here. If they win tw- like <laughs> 26 to 23, we're still good on the under. But the Jets ended up winning the game. And... We actually hit the parlay, but another thing before we get going, something that just had ruined my Sunday, as I'm sure a lot of you guys listening do fantasy football, and I was the number one seed going to the fantasy playoffs semifinals, and I, I seemingly have been upset because, I mean, unless I, I, need, a, I need a miracle from Juju Smith-Schuster tonight, so by the time you guys are listening to this, you guys probably already know that I lost, but I need 32 points in a PPR, full PPR league from Juju Smith-Schuster. He's never done that. And uh, I'm hoping for nine receptions, 100, happen. 110 yards, happen. and two touchdowns. Would get me the W. I need 32, but uh, I'm not expecting it. But, you know, if you're uh, if you're listening out there, throw up some prayers for me because I'm going to need it. Yeah, stranger things have happened. I benched Jalen Hurts and Tony Pollard. Combined for 70 points on my bench. So Hate to see it. Anyway, back to the Yankees news. Honestly... We were going to talk about a lot of nonsense and just go over the uh, the, the Instagram polls that we put up in the, in the story the other day, and we still will. Don't worry. We'll get to that, because some of them were super surprising. But Close race. Honestly, Close race. A, a big Yankees bit of news that we just saw from one of the DMs from uh, one of our followers, but the, the topic of the Luis Castillo potential trade from the Reds. The Reds are... On top of Suarez, Eugenio Suarez, the third baseman, and Sonny Gray, the Reds are also listening on Luis Castillo. Although, according to Dan Federico, it would take a ton to get him from the Reds. But the Reds are in full-on sell mode. What does a ton mean? That's what I was about to ask you. Like, does that mean quality? Does that mean quantity? Does that mean, like... I mean, I would assume it'd be it'd be the quality. Right, but I'm, I'm asking, like... It seems like the Reds are in like a... They're not trying to win next year, it looks like. They're getting rid of... They're trying to trade these guys away. So, I feel like they would be more attracted to like a prospect. Like, multiple, multiple prospects, maybe. So, you're saying volume over over the quality of the player. I think that... I mean, listen, I'm just spitballing here. But they might be interested in just, you know, three or four prospects in the Yankees farm system. Or something like that. Could happen. I, I don't know. See, the trade market is so hard to read recently because some deals like the Mookie Betts trade, you don't have to give up much to get him yeah. from the from, you know, from the Red Sox. But other times you're hearing that a ton would have to be given to get Castillo away from the Reds. And I I looked at, I think this is fan sided. I'm not sure if they're, they're, it's just another page, Yankees page. But they say. That, yep, a ton sounds right, which was why we were guessing Garcia, number one prospect, Jason Dominguez, and number five prospect, Luis Gill, for 
Luis Castillo. I don't think that's I think that's absolutely outrageous. Yeah. I know. Let me read off Luis Castillo's numbers in I mean he's he's twenty seven years old, so he's honestly a lot older than I thought he was because he didn't make his debut in the majors until twenty seventeen. So he's been in the league for four years. And he he has been pretty good. He's been very good. The last year, not really the best year, but again, we th- a lot of players haven't had the best year, so we kind of throw that away. He still had a three two one ERA, which is probably one of the better ones. Uh, not probably, it is one of the better ones. If he were, was on the Yankees last year, he was an All Star the year before that, and has a career ERA of three six two. Again, four years in the league, you kind of. He's he's been getting better as years got went on. So I mean, in his All Star year in 2019, he had a what was his? He had 15 and six with a 3.4 ERA. He's a good pitcher. He's a good young pitcher. He definitely could be very good. I I just don't see uh, in in the fan sided Yankees mock trade uh, that ton. Yeah, I don't see the Yankees at all saying yes to that. And a ton in my eyes. Like I don't, I don't think a deal gets done because if players like Dominguez or I saw in a few Glaber Torres, if any of those players are in this deal, it's that's a no go for me. Yeah, not even close to getting this deal done. I think I think he's a really good player, and I think he could be like a, um, you know, after Severino comes back, I think he could be like a really solid three guy. And if he's a three pitcher, because he was a three pitcher on the Reds, it was Bauer, Gray, and then him. And it was on the Reds too, which they they had a pretty decent season given a sixty game season last year. They were like thirty thirty one and uh, what thirty one and twenty nine or something like that. And I think they came in third in the yeah NL Central. But still, I mean, the Reds have been notoriously known for just being really bad the past couple of years. And yeah, they've been pretty good past couple of years. I mean, clearly they don't think. They they don't they're not very high on their team because they're in full on sell mode, getting rid of all of their like perennial all star players. In Eugenio Suarez third base, the home run hitting third baseman, he's in talks with the Nats. The Nats are trading, looking to trade for Eugenio Suarez, for guys like Carter Keboom at the shortstop on the Nationals. I mean, a three two one ERA is really not that bad for a number. Th- no, it's good. <clears throat> what do you mean not bad? That's a good ERA. I know. Like I'm saying, that's like every guy in the Yankees except Garrett Cole had like a four ERA. Yeah, that's four what I'm plus. saying. Like he's a he's a rising talent. He's only been in the league for four years. Yeah, he's but he's 20, also 20, 28 years old. He's turning 28 this year. That's not. I mean, again, that's around Garrett Cole's age. Garrett Cole's 29. But yeah, I don't know. I think he's a little bit overhyped. I think if it's gonna take a ton, like they were mentioning if, again, if there's Jason Dominguez's name, Glaber Torres' name, honestly, even Devi Garcia. If Devi Garcia's name is mentioned in this trade, I'm saying no because in my mind, a younger Devi Garcia who's 22, I think he is, 22, 23, whatever it is, he's about our age. A guy like Devi Garcia who looked good and showed flashes of the guy we think he's gonna be. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't trade him for that. I think his ceiling is just as high, if not higher, than Luis Castillo, who's been in the league for four years already, and we kind of already seen what he has. So, would you trade him for Miggy? Anduhar? Yeah. Yeah. Miggy has no place on this team. If Miggy, if anybody wants Miggy, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give up Miggy. Yeah. It's not you're not losing anything because he's never gonna have an impact on this team that could be interesting i i I think that again like i agree with you i think it'd be i'd be okay i'd be okay with it if it was some prospects who i don't really know too well or don't really have potential to be in the the lineup next year aside from jason dominguez like if they're a guy who is 
you know, two, three years out of the league, and we're not, we haven't really talked about them too much. So what I mean, what I mean by that is not Devin Garcia, not Clark Schmidt, and not Jason Dominguez. You know, he's only like fucking 17 years old or something like that. So um, I'm not giving up Jason Dominguez for anything. Yeah, if we if we give away a couple guys like that, and then maybe a Miggy. Or either or, like I, I'm okay with that. I mean, he's again. I think he. Keep I don't think a deal gets done though because they're saying a ton. So a ton doesn't mean Miguel and Duhar. A ton Dude, means Miguel. Miguel and Duhar. I think that if you they're, look past, they're a national league team too, and apparently yeah. the DH isn't going to be a thing, or they're saying it, it's probably may not be. So why the hell would they want Miguel and Duhar? A lot, a lot of teams, potential. A lot of teams do not want Miguel and Duhar, especially if there's no DH in the NL. That limits his trade value to half the team. So. I don't see Miguel Andujar getting dealt because I don't see a lot of people being suitors for Miguel Andujar as well. And like I said, I don't know. I just I don't. I don't think this deal gets done or even close to getting done, especially because we have a lot more. I mean, obviously the DJ situation. We need to get him locked up, and that's what we're worried about. But then you see, you know, quotes from Cashman where he says like the other day. I think it was yesterday. Like literally everything we've already known. We know all this stuff already. We know he's like oh. Obviously, DJ's a top priority. He's just repeating himself and repeating himself. But, you know, what was the exact quote? But, you know, there's definitely room for improvement in the starting yeah, rotation. No shit. So, like, that doesn't tell us a single thing. We're not going to talk about DJ anymore until something uh, more concrete happens or he just gets signed because this, we're just going around in circles. Um, but as for, the, as for the Casillo thing, I don't see it happening. I, I really don't. I'd very honestly prefer to have... Because the way I see it, let's say we do offer like a Devi and Clark package for Luis Castillo. I would rather have Devi and Clark than have Luis Castillo on this team because they're two guys with just as high of a ceiling as he does. So like, why, if we have the potential to hit on one of the two, on one of those two prospects, Clark or Devi, I'll take my chances with those because then you don't have to give up those two as well as other stuff around that, like Luis Gill, who's also a potential good good prospect. If if it's guys like Florial. And people who really don't have a place on this team in the future because we have a loaded outfield, mm-hmm. especially with the prospects and everything like that, then I'm I'm cool with it. I just don't see it if like, I'm I'm carrying I'm holding a lot of weight in what they say uh, a ton could be. And obviously, yeah, maybe that's not true. Maybe it's not going to take the ton that we think it's going to be. But if it's a ton, then you know they're going to be asking for the bigger prospects on a team. I think that's what a ton. Means. I just I just don't know how they can they can ask for that for big name prospects or a big name guy I, I just i just don't see it what i just i don't see how a ton can mean like a big name person like a glaber or something like that I, that i just don't see that happening whatsoever like i don't know how they could even put that in their mind that if that that's what they're happen. asking for i don't see the yankees accepting at all I, don't, I, I think the yankees hang up the phone in a second i don't think glaber i mean cashman has said before that you know i have to walk around in the streets of new york if i get rid of glaber torres or all that stuff i mean same goes with DJ. You got to walk around in these streets, and if you're not going to resign yeah. DJ, then Yankee fans aren't going to be happy. But again, I mean, fans are are not the the be all end all. Like you can't let fans control your team. But again, you got to sell tickets, so not a lot of people are going to be happy. <laughs> but moving on, and clearly you're short on money to sign the one guy we need. Yeah. So anyway, Bauer has been in the news again. Just. I'm milking, so sick of him. Milking it, milking it, milking it. Wearing a Yankees hat. 
That was and such if, a stupid fucking if video. If any of you think that such Trevor Bauer video. is coming to the Yankees, you're wrong. He's going to go somewhere like the Angels or, I don't know, the Mets or something. But he's not going to come to the Yankees. So if you are one of those few Yankee fans that think he is coming to the Yankees, then just stop. Because he's not coming to the Yankees at all. And it's honestly bothering me. He's so annoying. Like, just so announce annoying. where you're going already. Like, nobody really cares that much. Like, you're the best pitcher on the market this year. Yeah. Like, and you've had. You don't act had, like. You're, he's acting like LeBron with his decision, like, where he's going to go. He's and not, LeBron did a lot. Like, he, he went over the top. He did a whole fucking TV special about it. And that's the best fucking NBA player in the world. One of the best athletes, uh, best ever. free agents ever. So, ever. like, you can do that. And even that was a little too much, like you're saying. So, Trevor Bauer. You had one good year in a COVID year. You're a great pitcher. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say Trevor Bauer is not a good pitcher. But to act like this and do the... And at first, I was giving him his uh, his props. Like, he's, he's handling it pretty well. He's, you know, in a market that's probably, you know, suffering yeah. a little bit. He's trying to muster up as much of it as possible. But it's come to the point now that, like, there's no need to muster up more of the market. You, everybody knows you're the number one pitcher on the, on the board. All the teams that are in on you are already in on you. Everybody knows your name. Like, there's nothing that you do. You're just trolling fans and making people not like you. You're just yeah. pissing people off. And I mean, if that's what you're trying to do, <laughs> it's working. Because mm-hmm. that again, it's sometimes good to be hated too. Get your name out. And there. I was He's really Twitter guy. I was really fine with it. I was really supporting with it. But then the last video came out, and it just was so cringeworthy to watch. And it really just pushed me over the top to not wanting to listen to him anymore. So. Good luck wherever you go, but I personally, like, I don't think he's going to come here, and... He's not coming. I don't he's care. He's not coming here. To yeah, any Yankee care. fan who thinks that we're going to get Trevor Bauer, you're wrong. You're yeah, just wrong. Don't so, care. Moving on, I don't want to see Trevor Bauer on social media anymore. I know he's going to be milking the hell out of it until he gets... Until he signs somewhere or whatever. And I'm sure he's going to get a good deal, but it's not going to yeah, be with the Yankees. and go for him, but stay the fuck away. <laughs> moving on <laughs> to another player who isn't rumored obviously with the Yankees but this does have ripple effects to the Yankees because I mean George Springer everybody knows George Springer amazing center fielder formerly with the Astros definitely not going back to the Astros but he's rumored to be heading to either the Mets or the Blue Jays Mm -hmm. and honestly this we weren't going to talk about this but this has a lot of trickle down to the Yankees because I need. I want him going to the Mets, and I've I've said a lot about like the Mets getting McCann, and how I think it'd be exciting. And it, we we make fun of the Mets a lot, but if the Mets get George Springer and potentially you know Trevor Bauer and all these other guys, the Mets are going to be a great team. And I don't really care that they're that good. I think it just makes that New York where we live like a way better, way more fun place to be. Like mm-hmm. the Subway Series, every single regular series, not even like potentially a subway series world series which would be fucking awesome like that would yeah. be the coolest thing the new york city would be the place to be we'd have to go to those games it'd be so expensive but we'd have to make it work i'd have to fucking like airbnb the apartment for, <laughs> for the time when <laughs> sleep we're outside or something i would i would definitely need to go to that but i'm just saying if george springer goes to the mets then they're serious and they're not stopping there they're making good moves and they're going after good players and they're spending their money wisely but more importantly, I don't want him going to the Blue Jays because I the Blue Jays are a good team. And a lot of people slept on them this year, and a lot of people are continuing to sleep on them, even though they almost made the playoffs again in a short season. But the Blue they Jays a are a very good team. Potential. They're a very, very good team, and they're young, and they're getting better every year. And adding a guy like George Springer is almost exactly what they need because they have 
all that young talent, and they, I know they have Lourdes Gurriel Jr. in center field, or a, a bunch of like Teoscar Hernandez who had a breakout year this year with home runs. I think there's a place, there's a there's a spot. For the, you a can guy find like a George place Springer, who's been in the MVP race for the last four years, it seems like. Yeah. It's just if he goes to that team, and they just added Ryu last year, they got a nice group of veterans. I think he, I'd be scared. I'd be scared about them going into next year, uh, and we'd be. It'd make the AL East, which is usually a, uh, it's usually a good division. It, it makes it, it, a lot it makes it a more lot interesting. more interesting. I mean, again, if the Yankees don't make any moves, and I mean, if we bring back DJ, which everybody wants to do, we've been noticing that it's probably going to be only DJ, and it's probably we're probably not going to make many other big splashes other than DJ if we do bring DJ back. And if that's the case. And all these other teams are seemingly making big moves and getting better, and we aren't. We're kind of staying the same, mm-hmm. if not getting worse, because we're letting go of guys who we're okay letting go of, like Tanaka and Paxton, but we it doesn't seem like we're getting better until yeah. until we notice that they make a move. But as it sits right now, we don't look like we're going to improve this offseason. So when every other team seemingly is getting better, and we're not, we're kind of staying stagnant, that is... I definitely don't want Springer going to the Toronto Blue Jays because I think people sleep on them and they are a, they're a good team. Yeah. So apparently, so this article came out like six hours ago, but they were saying that um, the Mets are reportedly focused on acquiring either Springer or Bauer. So they're trying to decide okay. between between the two, and obviously they don't have the ultimate decision that they're going to communicate with the players, but they're trying to go after either of those those two guys, which both help the team out significantly like though like either of those moves would be huge for the Mets so let's just say that Trevor Bauer goes to the Mets in this situation then I think the Blue Jays are going to go all out for Springer and he's going to be on that team so I think it really that that does I know like all these players are not really like that connected but seeing an article like that like that really connects the dots of well when a few people get moved it 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 really Starts the domino effect and like, okay, now this but guy's also, off the board. The now I have to get this guy. And then once, you know, McCann goes, now where does Real Muto go? And like, yeah. and he's not going to the Mets and he gets really hurt because the Mets were a big suitor of Real Muto. And now he's like, okay, now one of his biggest bargaining chips, the Mets potential offer for Real Muto is now off the table. So now where does he land? And now if Bauer gets signed by the Mets, like you're saying, and they're going after one or the other, then... Yeah, and like, and right Does now, Springer get less money and get but right now has to go to the Blue Jays. I don't know. Right now, um, uh, Springer, sorry, the Blue Jays are the front runner to get uh, Springer. That's the rumor right now. And the crazy part is, is that they're they're looking to spend money. I think that the Blue Jays are really looking to step up next year, and they're also the front runners to get Lemayhew if the Yankees don't jump on them. The Blue Jays, yeah. Blue Jays. So, I don't understand. This is also this is also an article about an hour ago saying that the Blue Jays appear to be getting closer to landing a star through free agency, and they are significant players in the Lemayhew sweepstakes right after the Yankees. So they are. I still, they are I, I really contesting time. to be to get. They're getting somebody. They're they're getting. They're gonna they're gonna make a big splash. Whether it's Lemayhew, I hope it's not. But if it's not Lemayhew, it might be um, Springer, and that fucking scares the shit. Seems out of me. like they're just like. 
They're going to be really good. It seems like they're after whoever either we don't bring back or the Mets don't get. They're like, whoever you guys don't get, we're after. We'll we'll take whoever you guys don't want. And it seems like they don't really care. But it's, I mean, it's it's not a bad mentality right now. Any one of those three names to the Blue Jays, I'm scared. If you give them DJ, I'm scared. If you give them Bauer, I'm scared. Was he in the talks with, uh, with the Blue Jays? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, but either way, if the Mets go ahead and decide to get Bauer, they're going to get Springer. And if you add Springer to that team or DJ to that team, I'm yeah. not. I'm not dead. I'm not confident that the Yankees are. You know the crazy the part I is, the Yankees like, could easily come in third place if they don't make any additional moves. If again they're staying stagnant and everybody else around them is in division or getting better, and even you hear the the Red Sox who are rebuilding, they're in talks to like if we let DJ go, or like we could possibly swoop in and take him because again I'm not going to talk about DJ anymore. I'm, I was about to get into yeah. a, a DJ hole, but. We're not no, dude, the it. Blue Jays, seriously, like, this is going to be a big, 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 big step up in the in the AL East. And, you know, I think that Bichette, Biggio, and Guerrero are all big names. We're all big names last year, and they're only going to be a lot better next year. Like, they're only getting better. These are young guys who are entering the league, and they're building the team around them. And then you add a veteran guy like a Springer. Adding or, Springer is a win-now move. They're not, a, they're not, they're not move. here to just like be the little brother in the division anymore. If they add Springer, if they add DJ, if they add DJ, like that's not only like that's addition by addition, but addition by subtraction to us too, because we're losing him. And it's it's basically exactly what we were doing with Garrett Cole from the Astros because the Astros were a big competitor to get to the World Series and all that stuff, and we got better. By getting Garrett Cole, but we also got better chances of making the World Series because we took Garrett Cole away from the Astros. And that yep. is an exact like microcosm of what's happening in division right now is if they get TJ LeMahieu, we're kind of screwed. I don't care what other moves we make as a, as a plan B. I know they're talking about Brantley and all that, but I mean, I, people need to start talking about the Blue Jays because they're clearly going to make a move and... Yeah. It's just a matter of time to, to see who goes where and who they end up getting because they seem like they're... Not after just one guy, and they they're screwed if they don't get him. It seems like they'll yep. take anybody, and it it's just a matter of which piece they want to add to. Which their, sucks because we're in the exact opposite opposite situation. Like as a Yankees fan base, and the information that we've been given the past couple months, it's been like, all right, we're going after one guy, and we've been focusing our all attention on that. And you guys can't even get that done. So where does that leave us? That leaves us just in like the the shadows, trying to figure out these wild scenarios and trying to figure out who else we can fill the the void with. But we haven't even given any information about. Trade rumors or any other like inside information, like no one's giving us any information to work off of, which kind of scares me a little bit. Like, for instance, I've been I've been saying this past couple episodes, but if we don't get Lemayu, which has been all we've been talking about for talking about months, we're done talking about Lemayu. If we don't get him, like no one said anything about any other potential moves. We've got to keep our composure. We've got too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to. Yeah, I'm done talking about Keep your about composure. Him. We're not talking about DJ anymore because there's nothing to talk about. We're not talking about him. I'm not talking about anybody anymore. I don't even know. We're not talking about Gary anymore. We've, we've wrote off a few topics. We can't talk about Gary until he gets over I don't even know who Gary is. We can't talk about DJ until he gets signed. Really don't have much to talk about. So with that being said, uh, why don't we react to some of these polls? Because uh, this was prime time it off was season. It was tight. It was tight. We started off with a poll because we were bored, and we put up the poll, would you rather be too hot or too cold? And that yeah. one kind of started it all because that one ended 50-50, which is kind of wild because we got a lot of people casting a vote, and that kind of made me think about all of the other polls that we could possibly go over. Yeah. And uh, I just want to make the case. 
quickly before we get back to the Yankees talk. I think I would rather be too cold because here's why. I, if you're too hot, like you, in every, every situation may not be a situation where you can just like, you can't just always take off clothes if you're too hot. That's not you the question. You can always add not more the clothes on. That's not the question. That's why I'd rather be too cold. That's not the question. I'm talking about your your current state. Would you rather be freezing or would you rather be sweating to death? Sweating sucks. So does freezing. Humidity. You ever think about humidity? You ever think about frostbite? You can die from being so cold. You can die from being too hot. Not if you're hydrated. That's not true. You can die anyway. You die anywhere. Debatable. You but here's anyway. the thing. You're 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 thinking about a situational of like you can react to the situation. I'm talking about like your actual feeling. You're sitting down. Would you rather be freezing or sweating? Let's leave it at that. Freezing. I, I don't I disagree completely. Another interesting one that uh I didn't know would be this close. And the, the, another close one was do you call it aluminum foil or tin foil? And that was literally split fifty fifty. I know the percentages say 50-50, but we looked at the actual votes, and that was like 1,301 to 1,302. It was crazy. I just didn't think that people called it aluminum foil. That's a mouthful. But you know what's crazy? It's because it's like I, I say aluminum foil, but I also have been caught in situations where I call it tin foil. So I've been going back and forth my whole life, but majority <laughs> of the time I say aluminum foil. It just comes out. I don't know. It's and weird. One last one that I'm glad that everybody got right was uh, this is more of a riddle, less of a a, a a poll. And it was does Mike Wazowski blink or wink? It's it's definitely blink. A lot of you guys said wink, which that's one eye. In order to wink, you got to have one eye that's open and one eye that's closed. That's what a wink is. It's and if you have one eye, he's clearly blinking just because he's got yeah. one eye. I, I said blink. Just wanted to get that yeah out there, make sure everybody got that right. So, uh, last but not least. Again, we don't have much to talk about this episode, but we ended up talking a little bit about Yankee stuff. So get to DMs. And uh, one DM came, came from uh, Zachary Gamble, and he said, you guys talked about the beer sales for DJ's contract. What about hot dog sales? That's a good question. It's a good question, Zachary, and I don't know that hot dog sales can get it going either. I, don't I think personally so. don't ever buy hot dogs at Yankees games. I've, only, I've bought in a sausage a couple times. I have but got the sausage. The sausage is great. I I only buy a water dog my way out or my way in. I never actually buy a hot dog in the stadium because I have a weird thing about buying hot dogs places unless it's a water dog or if I make it at home. You have a what? You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't like buying hot dogs at stadiums. Damon's a very 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 superstitious guy. He yeah. He just I will buy a hot dog outside the stadium. Like before, or after the actual game. I'm not superstitious, but I'm I am a little stitious. I didn't know I'm I had that. Definitely button. a little stitious. I didn't know I had that button queued so up. So I've never but, I've never purchased a hot dog inside the stadium. I've actually never purchased a hot dog in any restaurant either. Or yeah, you don't get a hot dog at a restaurant or anywhere. I, I'm just saying one thing, little thing about Damon. He's a very weird guy in a lot of ways. Especially he he drinks water. We live together and. He drinks water only out of specific cups, and we were actually just talking about this too because we have it's only plastic. I we have it's cups. Plastic. We have cups. Like I have a mug. I have mugs. He has mugs, and we we segregate them. We don't use each other's stuff just because we like ours so much. But he's weird in that he doesn't drink water. Cannot drink water out of a glass cup. It's Can't be do plastic. It. Doesn't go down. Can't doesn't do go it. down. But when he drinks beer, it has to be out of glass. Has Can't be, be glass. out of plastic. It's just a weird. He's a weird person. Yeah. So the, I don't. 
I'm not shocked that you have a hot dog rule. But back about to the Yankee hot stadium. dog thing. Back to the hot dog thing. I don't think a lot of people buy hot dogs at stadiums. I, I don't could, think so either. You know, I mean, people definitely do. There's a Dodger do. dog. There's now listen, apparently highly overrated. If we're I've saying if we're saying chicken bucket, that's a different story. I think that we could pay for DJ and chicken buckets in one game. Chicken buckets can yeah no that absolutely chicken, chicken buckets. buckets are a number one seller. I've been at a game where I've physically seen at least three thousand people buying a chicken bucket. See, here's the thing too. When you look at the 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 business behind it, I think chicken bucket. How much of the the profits from the chicken bucket do the Yankees get? Because other chance. other big sellers. At Yankee Stadium are like the little Bell's steak sandwich, mm. and I don't think the Yankees get 100% of the proceeds from the little Bell's because the little Bell family is actually from my town. That's a good and point. They, they're a, a, a meat family. Like they have a little Bell's outside of Yankee Stadium, and they definitely bring home a lot of that bacon. So that's a good point. The chicken bucket, I do think, is a Yankees product. It's That's like, a Yankee staple. It's like when you go to a grocery store, you get like the Stop and Shop brand. I think yeah. the chicken bucket is the Stop and Shop brand of the Yankees of from Yankee the Yankees. Stadium. So they're bringing home all of the proceeds from uh-huh. that. Whereas Lobel's, I think, is 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 not what their thing. I think I don't think that can be a uh, a big money grab. I think that's one of those like Shake Shack at City mm. Field. Like it's not their thing. They get they. It's cool because they get. They just pay a they're portion just of rent. it. They're just paying yeah. rent. Yeah, they get they get a commission off it. But that's a good point. I think the hot dog question. I don't think a hot dog can get it going. I think the beer can absolutely get it going. But again, that might be a situation with the Stella. Like, maybe. what's their? Pro- I don't know. This is peak off season. I think maybe we could make a conversation about beer because I know we did the math afterwards. It didn't check out. Maybe the beer and chicken bucket combined. There's potential. We'll see what happens next episode. I'll check it out. So, uh, DM us if you guys think that don't don't talk to us about this this is just prime <laughs> off-season talk tin foil versus aluminum foil anyway if you are enjoying this make sure you give us a five-star rating on itunes you're already there like i said all the time just swipe on down give us the five stars write a review if you feel like it we love reading them it literally puts a smile on my face every time maybe damon will uh am i gonna drink, do something maybe if we get uh, what do we have right now? One seventy-two reviews. If we get two hundred so. reviews by the next episode, Damon will drink water out of a out of a uh, plastic cup. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. And he and will buy a hot dog at a stadium. I'll re- I'll buy a, I'll buy a random person who leaves a review a hot dog and a beer. How about that? If you find us, it's a game of where's Waldo though. Once we're at the stadium, you got to find us. We're not going to no, make they, ourselves. They can available. DM us. Uh, they can find me. I'll DM them. But they can find but me. You're going to run away. Like it's gonna no, be, it's going to be I, a game. I will buy a hot dog and a beer for the. Randomly, it's the next three people will give a, give a review. Anyway, Mark so my words. just make sure you give us a review because we love you guys. So, with that being said, see you guys later. Enjoy the offseason. It's been horrible. But anyway, see you at 161st Street. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya.
you made it this far, here's a little Easter egg. You have great taste in music. This is Luke's favorite song. <laughs> Enjoy the rest. But we're useless, but we're useless, but we're useless. Nobody does a tragedy like you and me. Cause we're ruthless, cause we're ruthless, cause we're ruthless. And the only thing we had in common with each other was destroying everything we ever touched. So cheers to us and why? 